Hey gang, Chad Madden here with Breakthrough, and I created a video recently uh, that went over really well for what's called our Inside Circle. So that's a group of several hundred owners uh, that I work with, um, all 50 states all over the U.S., and then 12 other countries internationally. And uh, this is really, the reason that I shared it with them is in preparation for um, a session that I'm speaking at at PPS here in the next few weeks. So by the time you see this, the event might have already happened, but because of the reception and because of the conversation that was started, um, I thought I would share it here with you as well. So I'm gonna share my screen and we will get right into this. So um, I divided this entire thing up into four parts. I'm just gonna talk about one section of the first part here with you. So. Um, brief history of direct access in the United States. I'm going to race through this a little bit, but basically we had Vision 2020, right? That uh, all physical therapy is delivered by uh, doctors of physical therapy who can perform differential diagnosis and we all have direct access. And for the most part, that's pretty much come to fruition. You know, we're, let's say 85, 90% of the way there. Um, all states have some form of direct access, uh, several states very, very limited, but for the most part, um, this goal has been achieved. But you know, are we in a better spot today than we were 18, 19 years ago? I don't know, that's really for you to decide. So the old model, what we had for 100 years plus is that linear referral model. And that's you know, where physicians, nurse practitioners, uh, physician's assistants, they refer directly to physical therapy, usually via script, um, frequently via fax, right? And when we walk into the room, when we walk into that evaluation, we ask the patient, patient why they're here, they're, that response typically was, I'm here because my doctor told me to come here. My doctor told me I needed PT, some form of that. The new model is we can go straight to the consumer. Uh, we have you know, direct access customers are generated by direct to consumer marketing. There's right and wrong ways to do that, right? And when you, we walk into that, i.e., um, that initial exam, they'll frequently say, you know, I'm here because I read your book or I downloaded your report or I watched your video. I came to your workshop. I heard you speak and I want to be seen by you, right? Now, all of the things being equal, who would you rather work with? Obviously, the new model is better when we know how to attract this type of person. Right, uh, we can influence our payer mix. We're getting higher graduation rates, uh, better long-term customer value where they're referring other people to us by true word of mouth, and we can control a lot more in the process when we learn how to do this the right way. So, current trends. I'm not going to belabor you at this point. You know about this all already. Um, yeah, not doing well there. Uh, utilization of direct access, and this is the big point that I want to. Uh, help you out with. So uh, in, in the past, third, this was a survey we conducted recently. Uh, off the top of my head, I believe it was 462 private practice owners um, that registered for a webinar. In the past 30 days, have you made an intentional effort to attract direct access patients? <clears throat> More than half said no. 55% said no. Now remember, this is biased because these are practice owners that are logging into a webinar that I'm on where they're pretty aware that we're going to talk about marketing, right? Um, so this, these are the owners that are reaching for uh, marketing help and practice growth, right? 
and if we look at other studies, um, that number is you know 87 to 90% no, right? It, we have direct access, the majority of states, and by the way, the, the big asterisk is you can do direct access marketing, direct to consumer marketing, even if you don't have direct access, big pharma does it constantly, right? So that, that's the message I wanna deliver here for you. And states that have limited direct access, think Missouri uh, and Texas, well, I'm, you know, we're working with owners there in those states that have realized the huge opportunity. And what am I talking about with an opportunity? Well, <clears throat> if we laid out all owners and their willingness to adopt direct-to-consumer marketing on a bell curve, it would look something like this. And this is, uh, the concept is taken from a book called Crossing the Chasm by Jeffrey Moore. Um, and it's an excellent book. It's basically about how the adoption of technology and society at large, how, how it works. It's the same thing in our PT industry. So if we look at it, you know, who are the innovators? Well, they were the people that were going direct to the consumer long before direct access was even a phrase or a word that was recognized. So examples there would be like uh, Pat Croce, who in Pennsylvania had 40 clinics or so in the 80s, 20 years before direct access um, happened in Pennsylvania, I think 2004, we got direct access. And he was going direct to the consumer back then, right? He's an innovator. Delivering value direct to the consumer. Ask your doctor if physical therapy is right for you. Tell your doctor you want to come to Sports PT Inc., right? That, that's the idea there. Early adopters are going to be people like you and I that are looking at this, realizing there's an opportunity, and we need to survive because hospitals are buying physicians and no longer allowing them to refer to us. The metrics are there. To, the research is there to support that because of competition with POPs practices and large corporate PT, right? These are real issues that we're dealing with today. So we're early adopters trying to figure this out. How do we do it? We're testing, we're firing bullets. And then when we hit the target every once in a while, then we start firing cannonballs, right? We're the early adopters. We're thinking through this. How do I market online? How do I layer my marketing? How do I go straight to the consumer with workshops, right? That's the early adopter. <clears throat> the rest of the industry, has yet to adopt this yet. And <clears throat> there's a big scary chasm right <laughs> in the middle. And it's, um, you know, are, are we gonna figure this out? Um, it, is the rest, let's call the, the early majority, late majority and laggards, are they going to come along? Are they gonna close the practices? What's gonna happen here, right? Typically, those other, the early majority, late majority laggards, only because I've been there in other areas. Um, it, it sounds like complaining, right? And a lot of excuses going on. Where if you're already in control, if you're one of the owners that has adopted a direct-to-consumer strategy, and you know how to turn the faucet off and on, then you know you're you're in great shape because you've realized this is a once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-career opportunity um, that as long as everybody else is lagging behind uh, your efforts, it's really how fast do you want to grow? That's, that's the key question. So <clears throat> this is the opening for uh, my presentation at uh, PPS. And then, you know, there, there's some questions I'd come up with this, but really this is where we were at today. There is a huge marketplace opportunity. We have some people that are adopting 
early on and thinking this through and figuring it out, replacing physician referrals. And then we have the majority of the industry looking for some external answer, right? Not adopting, I can go direct to the consumer. Yeah, right. So that's the state that we're in today. Now, you know, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? And uh, I just wrote a pretty long piece about this. And uh, for some odd reason, uh, Video Killed the Radio Star, the bungle song from 1979, uh, came on, whatever it was, uh, the radio or whatever we listened to in the car, Slacker or Pandora. Uh, but you get the idea. And I, I, there was a little mental connection that I made <laughs> with that. Um, like if you research the history of that song, um, it was kind of the, it, it was pretty prophetic um, for a band in the late seventies to make that. And, you know, really what they were talking about is those amazing musicians, example, Christopher Cross, um, who had multiple number one hits, was a fantastic uh, musician and performer, very talented. And um, he went away, right? Because, and he's still making music today. He's released at least at minimum five albums uh, since the uh, video killed the radio star came around. But the, the big idea is that businesses change, right? The music industry didn't go away. Private practice PT isn't going to go away. But some people are going to learn how to make, you know, are, are going to adopt a new technology. For example, if you were in the music industry in the late 70s, early 80s, and you were figuring out video and how to use it, like, and by the way, this isn't <clears throat> a, a reflection of nothing more than being successful with new media. But, you know, who comes to mind there? Uh, maybe Madonna, uh, Prince, um, with his, some of his extended videos. Uh, and ultimately a movie, and then Michael Jackson as well. Again, not a political comment, only a mastery of a new technology, a new video form, uh, a, a new form of media. It's the same thing here with private practice PT. You're going to be Christopher Cross, or you're going to be somebody who's adapting to the changes in the marketplace. And that is the question that I'll leave you with here. Um, you know. How do you do that? Well, if you're going to go direct to the consumer, you have to build this system out. Um, we teach people how to do this all the time. Um, that's what it, almost all information that I'm releasing, all the owners, the hundreds of owners that we're working with that have done this successfully and taken the reins and control of their practice, regardless of what uh, the hospital systems are doing in their area. This is what they have built out, and this is what we see is proven to work uh, within the metrics. Um, is it something new? Absolutely. Is there failure along the way? Absolutely. But others have paved the way, those early innovators and um, early adopters and, and innovators have paved the way for you to shortcut the process so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Anyhow, uh, would love to hear your thoughts on uh, this concept. Um, this is Chad with Breakthrough. I hope this helps you in your private practice journey and helps you make the jump over the chasm if you haven't done so already. Thanks, everybody. See you. If you found this helpful and you want to learn more, then head over to learnwithbreakthrough.com to access our free in-depth training tutorials. That's learnwithbreakthrough.com. Thanks again for tuning in.